Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, brought to you by Sports Drink. This is Nick coming to you live, recorded from Houston, Texas, from the Houston Outpost. Papa Tom, he's out making moves. He uh, he beat COVID this week. I beat it a couple weeks ago. I mean, great fights. It's good to get a couple victories under our belts before training camp opens. That feels good. But uh, we're just going to keep giving you some of these little update episodes until we get some real action in uh, the form of play on the field with the Steelers. But the good news is, once again, the football gods keep giving. Let me quote Dave Damashek on Twitter by saying, our brief provincial nightmare has ended. And this, of course, refers to Heinz Ketchup finding its way back into Acroshore Stadium. Heinz is back, baby. So it looks like Kraft Heinz and the Steelmen have reached a five-year deal to continue the company's presence in Acroshore Stadium, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports. So just a few days after the ketchup bottle was unceremoniously craned away from Heinz Field, now Acroshore Stadium, we might be getting the ketchup bottle back. I got a couple thoughts on this. I mean, number one, this isn't a time to talk about players or the NFL. This is a time to talk about the ketchup bottle. This is significant. The amount of damage that the ketchup bottle has done to the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, and other foes of the Steelers, it's uncountable. It's priceless. The ketchup bottle is critical. We don't know if it'll be back or not, but we do know this, that Acroshore is extremely confident in themselves because if you leave even a shred of Heinz in there, people are calling this thing Heinz Field. I mean, they were calling it Heinz Field without the ketchup bottle. So the fact that you're bringing that back, a couple different ways to interpret it. But I'm choosing to interpret it as this. Acroshore, these dudes are Steelers fans. As we said, the CEO's a big Steelers fan. Hell, he likes the Steelers more than Hines does. As Tone Diggs pointed out last week on the Pat McAfee show, Hines, all of their board of directors, like the, the longest anyone has been there is since 2019. So they really don't have many Pittsburgh ties as they used to. And this Acroshore guy scooped in, Steelers fan, bought the damn naming rights to the stadium. And then as a Steelers fan, he probably saw that ketchup bottle going down and said, what the hell is this? No, we need the ketchup. We need to know it's the red area of the field. Get the ball in the end zone, Kenny, Mitch, whatever. Call Hines. Make them a deal. Get the ketchup back in the stadium. So I think Akershore is off to a spectacular start with the Steelers fans and Steelers nation because it seems like Akershore is one of us. That's the thing of beauty. Now, speaking of Mitch and Kenny, the game has changed. 
I don't know if you guys saw this photo that I tweeted out that I retweeted of Mitch Trubisky, shirtless and bronzed up, looking like he's ready to go into the sequel to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, sunglasses on, throwing the pill around in some field, I'm guessing in Florida, that's where you get better at football, and just frankly looking like the best quarterback in the entire league. I mean, he could be out there with Tom Brady and baby Zach Wilson, and he would look just right at home. I mean, he looks cooler than ever. And I've done a 180. This is the guy now. But he's the guy only on one condition. Because, damn it, he looks the part. But I want that to be his look on game day. I need the Steelers to find a way to get an exemption from the NFL as to uh, the necessity of Mitch Trubisky wearing pads or a helmet. Because he can't be wearing those. He's got to come out every game shirtless, bronzed up, shades on, no helmet, Come on, James Daniels and the boys, you got to protect them. I mean, it is what it is. If he gets knocked out, so be it. Even the greats get knocked out. You got Kenny Pickett right behind them. But if you throw that surf icon, if you throw that Miami 5 detective out onto the gridiron, that just shows you we don't care about your $100 billion quarterbacks. We got this guy, right? And he's ready to launch the pill downtown into the Heinz field at Akershore Stadium, red zone. We're going we're gonna to rain the ketchup down, not only on our opponents, but on ourselves. We're going to take a slime bath like the Nickelodeon days in that glorious ketchup because we got Mitch Trubisky looking like a golden god. And I'm saying, Kenny Pickett, he's got to hit the tanning bed. And if he does, Mitch should be worried because you know he'll be looking similar, but he'll have the long flowing hair. And this is what we need from our quarterbacks. Because there was a picture of T.J. Watt that was shown recently working out at the stadium. And I thought he would never grow to the size of his brother, J.J., who's just an obscenely and obnoxiously large human being. But it seems like he's kind of on the way because his arms are the size of my torso and I'm an adult man. I don't have a robust torso, but that's, that, it would be big for an arm. And so T.J. Watt freshly slided off of the Madden rankings where I believe he got a 96, whereas Miles Garrett got a 99. I don't even think, I think he's like the top edge rusher for finesse moves, and he's not even in the top 10 for power moves. A lot of people think he got slighted. I do too. I mean, just with the way they're giving out 99s, like giving Devontae Adams a 99 as a receiver, it's kind of absurd. Like I love Devontae Adams. He's a great receiver. He by no means is the the number one uncontested receiver. Can you say he's better than Tyree Kill? I mean, first off, can you say he's better than Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? There there are young guys coming up. I love Devontae, but the 99, before they started doing the 99 club thing in Madden, it was very, very difficult to have a 99, and usually they would go 98, and it's completely just a social thing now because they make a big deal about who gets into the 99 club. They deliver them like a pair of golden cleats or something like that, and it's a big social media deal. So we know what it is, but that's just inaccurate. But if you're going to give Miles Garrett a 99, you should give TJ Watt a 99. But I do want to break some bad news to Steelers fans who get furious about the TJ Watt thing, you know, tying the sack record and um, – Kenny defensive player of the year. He he isn't look look like TJ is definitely like tied for the best edge rusher in the league. Just like the like you there hasn't really been a year where there's truly been a best quarterback in the league. Even you look at those years with Tom Brady dominating. It's like well Peyton Manning was was 
doing the same thing at the same time, but you know, doing more with less. Or, you know, Josh Allen last year, if you compare them to Patrick Mahomes, like, what did Josh Allen have? I mean, he just had Stephon Diggs. It was sort of a one-man army. All this stuff comes with context. And I think it's very rare to have an Aaron Donald. That's why we put him in the stratosphere he's in. And, and by that, I mean the uncontested best player at his position. Because you kind of get into these top two to five guys, and they're sort of interchangeable at a certain point. And so... When you look at the strength rating for TJ Watt, that's actually probably accurate. N- not entirely accurate. He should still be in the top 10. Obviously, you can't be as good and as productive as he is without being in the top 10. But if you go down the list and you watch those guys tape, like, oh, okay, yeah, those guys can probably push people more than he can. He did get the number one um, finesse move ranking. But Miles Garrett, as much as I hate him and as much as everybody should hate him for uh, – not just the bonking of the head of Mason Rudolph. That I, I hate to say I'm quite ambivalent about. But, yeah, just the way he conducted himself after is, is just a little shady and never really cleared that up. But he's unbelievable. Like, I'm sorry to say it, guys. He, he's, he, is, he is what Jadavion Clowney was supposed to be, what Mario Williams with these superstar, you know, Javon Curse, who, who really lived up to it, actually, probably for most of his time. But... He's the superstar, edge rusher, freak of nature, giant human being who as a sophomore is declared, oh, this guy's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. And then he comes in the NFL draft and then he just, he never gets injured, which happened to a lot of these other guys. So he's healthy and he's kind of fulfilled his potential. He is unbelievable. And I don't know how many times you have to see him destroy the Steelers to get that point across. Granted, he's never played against a good Steelers line since he's been in Cleveland. The Killer Bees era line uh, sort of disintegrated. But, yeah, he's an amazing player. I think Steelers fans overrate T.J. Watt a tiny bit just in the sense that, like, you have to understand he has a well-rounded game and the hustle sack thing, it is a part of his game. Like, people accuse him that, oh, he's a hustler. He's he's a hustle sack sort of player. That's absurd to think that you could get to the sack record in three years in a row of defensive player, legitimate defensive player of the year candidacies. Um, with hustle sacks, by the way, but like the thing about TJ, he's uncontested a top, you know, three or so defensive, uh, like an edge rusher in the league. And you could definitely make the argument for one, but it's not this, he's so much better than miles Garrett thing that we would like to believe miles Garrett's pretty unbelievable. It's sort of like when AB was the best receiver in the league. It's like, well, I mean, Odell does the exact same thing with much worse talent around him. And he's probably faster. And Julio Jones, you know, similar, similar type of guy. It, it was truly hard to say that AB was definitively better than those guys. I can make that argument if I wanted and to get into the nitty gritty for sure, but it's not this guarantee. And it's definitely not guaranteed because of awards, because we know TJ should have won the defensive player of the year award a few years ago when they randomly gave it to Stefan Gilmore. Um, I think what makes TJ special is he's good at everything. His finesse moves are incredible. He has power moves. He has an incredible variety of tools in the tool bag, and he has counters. So he does actually remind me a lot of Antonio Brown, where it's like there are bigger and stronger receivers and bigger and stronger or faster edge rushers. Not many faster than TJ. TJ is very fast. But there are guys who are uh, physically more talented, and that's when you get the Jamar Chases, where it's like, oh, he has all the nuance of an AB, but he runs up four freaking one. This guy may, you know, whatever. But AB, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, T.J. Watt, 
there are players that they're just perfect players. They're just so damn good at the game. And their physical talents are very, very good. It's not like AB or TJ are small or slow. It's like they're, they're elite athletes, um, but they're just not, you know, 6'9", 200 or 378 pounds of pure muscle like Miles Garrett. That's pretty crazy. Um, but he's just such a perfect player. He's so heady. He's so coordinated. And then he constantly, consistently, just like AB, makes clutch plays in the beginning of the season and the end of the season and the playoffs when nobody else is doing them. He almost single-handedly beat the Chiefs in the first quarter. Like if the Steelers offense could have put up some points, he would have said, TJ Watt, he's got like a, he had a touchdown, a scoop and score. I think he had a deflection that led to that Devin Bush interception. Was that in the playoff game? So yeah, uncontested, arguable number one uh, defensive edge rusher in the league. Like, like to, to, to say he's not that guy is an overcorrection which I've heard a few of my favorite analysts try and poo-poo him a little bit, and I think that's asinine. That's ridiculous, and I'm sure they will backtrack on that a little bit. But I understand where they're coming from because at times there's that physicality nature um, that you know plays a factor. And if you look at the size of the gun show going on for T.J. Watt, the chance that he may be even better this year, it's unbelievable, and it may happen again. So obviously – TJ is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Let's keep our fingers crossed, knock on wood, that he stays healthy. But either way, looking forward to see some videos of him tearing up Steelers practice in a reserved fashion. Let's keep all the guys healthy. Can't wait till training camp starts. We'll check in with you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Email us at SteelersOutpost at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Steelers Outpost. And go Steelers. Okay, bye-bye. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.